Okay, we're going to be talking about Cocaine Bear, uh, the latest film in the Bear Trillet. No, I'm kidding. Uh, we decided to we decided to do We Have a Ghost instead, uh, written and directed by Christopher Landon, um, who directed Freaky and Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to You. Um, Love those movies. Yeah. So, what what do we think about We Have a Ghost? I have seen one of those movies, and that being Freaky. Um, I really enjoyed this movie. I had a good time with it. It was really good. Um, I like how it wasn't really a horror movie, and I just like love the friendship between Kevin and Ernest, Ghost Ernest. I think it's I love how David Harbour can do so much with so little of being not being able to speak. Um, I really liked this movie. I had a really good time with it. Yeah, right. Yeah, I will agree. I really like this movie. I do have one kind of just big problem with it that is kind of just like it feels like a part of the movie that if you just took this entire part out of the movie, I would have enjoyed the whole movie a lot more if it was just a little more focused because this movie is over two hours long and that's not bad, but I think this movie could have been a lot better if you just focus a little more on the family and the earnest stuff. Uh, but I had a, I had a great time. Yeah. So full spoilers. I should probably set that up top. Full spoilers. Full spoilers. Full spoilers. Um, um, I have one, I think Ryan and I might have the same big problem with this. And I, so I, so, uh, but outside of that, I think it's a, I think it's very funny. I think it's really sweet. Um, yeah. I, I had I had a very good time with this one. Um, so let's talk about what I what I think we agree on that problem. Tignataro. Yeah, and it's 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 not even it's not Tignataro herself, the ghost lady, the, the oh, CIA lady. Because okay. yeah. uh, I love them. They are they are so funny. I know they're on one of the Star Trek shows, Brandon. Star Trek I Discovery, yeah. Yeah, uh, they're just they're a terrific comedian. I love their presence in anything. Um, this movie is a really wonderful family comedy drama. And then this, like all of this, like all of like this, like other movie, all this X-Files part of the movie comes in. And like, it, it's not like I, I dislike what's happening. It just feels like it was two movies put together and it didn't, they don't vibe together very well. And by yeah. the end of it, I'm just like, this movie would have just been perfect. If like Tig was just a person who liked the ghost. And wasn't part of like this shield operation who comes in with this just like random guy. And it's like all of that stuff felt like like, you know, like WandaVision episode four. I'm like, oh, like these all a bunch of this stuff showing up now, I guess. Like I didn't you necessarily know? I don't necessarily need it. Uh, it it's kind of just took away from the parts of the movie I really liked. You Go know, ahead, I feel the exact same way because when yeah. we were I was, right before we started recording, I was trying to think of what my major problem with the movie was. And I just couldn't put, I knew there was something about the movie that I think they could have changed or fixed or something. Yeah. And I think that's it. Cause I was hundred percent more invested in the stuff with Kevin, his family, Fulton. I love joy. And then yeah. interacting with Ernest, the ghost, I was, I was more invested in that. And every time, um, Tignataro's character, Leslie comes on screen, I'm like, oh yeah, you're here too. I wouldn't have hated. I wouldn't have minded it. My my issue with it is that it comes to nothing, really. Yeah, mm-hmm. it yeah. only serves to keep Ernest away from the family uh, for for enough time to have the the third act start. But yeah, outside of that, once Tignataro's character doesn't come around, it doesn't have a third act reveal. She they're not part of the story after. They're really mm-hmm. not part of the story at all, except to they- steal Ernest. And I, they have I, a really, they have a very quick, and I saw a comment, they have a really quick like hero turn where like yeah. she's the one who captured Ernest, but like, oh, I'm doing the wrong thing. Ernest needs to be free and turns on her own agents. And I'm like, this, this is a really, yeah. this is a really quick arc that like honestly didn't need to be here. 
And like, yeah. again, I really like Tignataro, but I'm just like, he could have just like cop, like just like edited this part of the movie out. If this were again, like, like a tight 90 minute movie where it's just about the family and them going on like a road trip to learn about Randy, Randy McGovern, which is an awful name. For, <laughs> I'm going to call him Ernest. Uh, and like the plot with like the old man who killed him. Like I love that, that entire through line. I'm a big fan of It's just like, Hey, it's time to bring like, like fringe into this movie. And I'm like, why? The, we do the fact that this is a comedy, but also there's a mystery to it. Cause I was invested in the mystery. I was invested in trying to find out what happened to Ernest. What, yeah. Like when, um, like when he freezes in the park and or the little girl on the merry-go-round, he gets the flashback of his daughter on the horses. I was like, Ooh, that's a that's a memory. That's a that's a core thing. He misses his daughter. He had a daughter. Where's the daughter? And I don't know why, but but I completely forgot that Tignataro's um Tignat kid. How do you take Nataro? Tig Nataro. I almost said Naruto. I am sorry, Tig. <laughs> I am very sorry. Um, Tig Nataro's character for a split second, I thought is she is does Tig play June? But then it shows oh. up as less. But then honestly, I I thought so too. That would have been actually a better. That would have been good. I would have because I was like, oh my god, she's fighting her dad. She's hunting down her father, and that like because in the very beginning of the movie, um, uh, Leslie is doing a, is like reading the story about a ghost about how the ghost was like um fear well not fearful but how the ghost was like dangerous how the ghost presented itself to Leslie as a entity to be feared. And my brain, and while I was watching this, I'm like, maybe that was Ernest before he lost his memory, trying to reach out to his daughter. And instead of reaching out to her to say, I'm, this is what happened. He unintentionally scared her and put her on the path to becoming this essentially pseudo ghostbuster. That's such a better idea, Ben, man. I, I don't have them a lot, but every once in a while I come with a little nugget here and there. But, but uh, you're right, Ben. Oh, like the sorry. biggest the biggest point is that it it but that would have connected Tig to the rest of the movie, and they're not. They're just not part of the movie until they Ooh. until they abruptly show yeah. up. Because yeah, that would have like another like father relationship that Kevin is currently going through and stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. That would have because I thought because like when when Ernest was in this little cell and Leslie Tig's character was talking to him, I was like is this the reveal it's like or did, did she know the entire time that um that that was her dad or or the her parent or or their parent whatever and then it's just like it, it shows up as leslie so-and-so i'm like oh dang it yeah never mind yeah. never um, mind now however outside of that i actually have very few problems with the movie i think the the movie is very funny uh, i was actually really surprised at how funny i found it uh, yeah, often the the TikTok montage it might be might be one of the funniest things I've seen this year. Do the yeah. Ernest challenge and run into a wall. <laughs> the Ernest challenge. Jesus. Why do I feel uh, yeah, that once if what do I feel that if I start scrolling through TikTok tonight, I'm gonna see that challenge show up on my feet. Not my that popular page. movie, probably not. I, I wish it was. Um, what is number one on Netflix right now? Sure. <gasps> Hell yeah. They say yeah. that a lot. Seven sure billion do. hours of watched. Um Ben, did the very first jump scare of the movie get you when when uh, a Fulton punches through the wall? Did that get nope. you? Did that scare you? Good job. Because it got me a little bit because I wasn't expecting it. I'm like, ooh, got me. you got me, movie. Did it scare it got did me? It scare? I think it's because I was expecting a jump scare to happen somewhere. Okay. But one of the things I one of the things I love about this movie 
is you know how um with a lot of ghost movies where where the living befriends the ghost they're scared of the ghost and then there's this very slow connection and they become friends like around act two like yeah. the second he pops up and kevin's just like laughing his ass off he's like no no keep going this is great and then and ernest is just like really and he just like flies away well um, one ernest isn't scary no matter how yeah, exactly you know, like also that open the opening the opening scene of the movie is really great because it's just like it's just a shot of the house and it's a family running out screaming the door shuts and then like then like time goes by it's like the grass grows and i'm like oh haunted house okay that, yeah. that was that, that was pretty cool that poor mailbox gets run over three times oh, yeah. I, I really like the bit where he where there were the 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 mortgage like the girl who's selling the house is like okay and so so we have all the original all the original things she's looking at okay is so we have all okay? the original furniture and things and you can all take it all please take it please take it and um they're like you know like uh this house was extremely cheap did anything bad happen here and she's just like it, it, it's a buyer's market <laughs> <laughs> nothing happened here you you have to tell us about ghosts no I don't it's in the fine print. It's in the fine print. Yeah, we have ghosts. Yeah. No, I was watching this movie with Fanny, and after they say that, I look over. I was like, "Isn't there a law that a realtor is supposed to tell you if a murder happened?" And I'm like, "I'm pretty sure it is." But, but remember, in the movie, the murder nobody knows it was a murder. Exactly. They and nobody knows it happened in the house because they That's covered true. that up. They did. That's true. That's they true. totally did. Um, what else was it, Kevin? Are, are we still like to? Or are we? No, I, we, no let's bounce. Let's bounce around. I think Kevin is great. I, Kevin yeah. is a wonderful character. Mm-hmm. I love I, all. Yeah, I love everything. Uh, I love. Obviously, I love Kevin's taste in music. I love how sure. when he's talking to his dad about who Jimi Hendrix is, because um, that was very much on the Anthony Mackie side. It's like, yeah, Jimi Hendrix is the greatest guitarist of all time, and then he's like, yeah, but Kevin or the other um, Kern something. Whose name I'm completely the guy who on. the guy who who influenced Jimmy Hendrix. Yeah, the guy like when Jimmy was interviewed, he's like, "No, this is my influence," and I'm like, "You're okay. I like that. He's I a like smart guy. Yeah, yeah. He is a smart guy, and also I I do like all a lot of the needle drops. Obviously, big classic rock fan. You're playing the Doors. You're playing yeah. um uh no more Mr. Nice Guy, Alice Cooper, and just the and also when you see him strumming and playing, like, um, who will stop the rain? That's how what gets earned draws Ernest out by credence. I was like, that is a beautiful rendition of Who Will Stop the Rain. And yeah. I, even I was I found myself humming along to that. And I was like, man, they did, whoever this, whoever this movie did, has a sorry, this movie has a lot of like it's funny, but I, I found myself like it has a lot of really great emotional beats too. Yeah. And it, it bums me out that like the, the 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 sci-fi movie part has to come in because without mm-hmm. it, I think there's a like a lot of really great emotion. That, like they're sprinkled through this movie like uh the beginning like when they're having a fight and um like like uh anthony mackie calls like his son smart or whatever and he's like yeah, then he's talking he's like yeah it says the guy reading a book for dummies to his mm-hmm. dad and i'm like oh that's so mean oh that's so mean and there's and he's constantly like without meaning to belittling his dad who is just like an average guy who like who keeps trying to make things work and it's just not working out for him and like i read man man anthony Mac- Anthony Mackie is so good in this movie as just being a dude who keeps failing. And he just I, wants to provide for his family so bad. He's just like, he just keeps gambling wrong. And this ghost is it, baby. He got a ghost now. I love how we get, we don't get revealed too much of what happened in their lives. Like we get the, 
like when his wife melanie talks about houston like this reminds me of houston and he says mm-hmm. houston was a pyramid scheme this is different this is what when they're talking about the the youtube channel yeah. i'm like oh oh so he royally messed up in the past Bad and like he keeps and he keeps messing up and like what i what i think is like the moment he sees that video about Ernest, he's like okay well this is this can be something big this is proof that ghosts exist and he has this um and he, like, he 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 does bully his son a lot um and 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 because he's so flawed right because he he is so insecure about his own thing we find out at the end that you know he's like when i when i found Ernest, i thought this is it this is going to help me get my life together i'm going to be and it's going to click i'm going to be a good dad and my life is going to be it all because of that ghost and I think that's a really interesting character beat. And a lot of the moment, a lot of the times when I saw him, I was like, "Why is he so mean?" And then that, revi- then that, that heart to heart they have at the at the low point is yeah. really like touching. Um, yeah, I. Uh, we, oh, sorry, Rain. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was gonna say, I weirdly like, especially at that point in the film, in particular when Anthony Mackie is talking to his to Kevin after Ernest gets taken. I related to to Anthony Mackie's character. What's his, what's his name again? I don't Ooh, remember. Dad. Yeah, dad. let's just just call him Dad. I Uh-oh. what? No, sorry. I my, my computer my cat uh, disconnected my video from the computer. You guys keep talking. Oh, okay, okay. okay. You're still here, right? You're good. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? I really I really connected with Anthony Mackie's character when he's talking about how he doesn't know what he's doing and and. A weird part of me is like, holy shit! I'm going through the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, because he's because tr- he is trying harder. He's trying so hard to make something work, to make something click, and where he's failing, his son is succeeding. I mean, it's not succeeding like and like bring in millions of dollars or how much money they're making off the YouTube channel, but at least in doing something right, which is he sees a ghost who's stuck, doesn't know what happened to him. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to help this guy, not out of financial gain, but just because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. And uh, I love that. His line. I actually, this movie made me cry at this moment. And I'm like, I can't believe this movie did this. Uh, But like as he's leaving, he turns back and he's like, you know, Kevin, I admire you. Uh, you, you You turn out to be a great kid in spite of me. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. No. I got emotional a little bit there. I'm like, yeah, mm. yeah. I think really that, I, yeah, that that line floored me. And this movie does make me cry, but a little later, there's a there's a bit that makes me sob a little little later. Oh but, yeah, there, I think I know the bit you're talking about, and it got me too. But I think Kevin is such a really good character, and like just good hearted, good natured. He's from the moment he is introduced as a character who is just kind, uh, and that's that's his character development. He's just a kind person, and he and I really like that. And he's very endearing because of it. Um, there's there there like the, his relationship with the the girl. I forget her name. Um, Joy 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 is wonderful. I think they're great. To, they're really cute together. I, 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 I found them really compelling. I love when we first meet Joy and she's playing her trombone. Her dad yells at her, and also when when she's in the library and she blows her trombone at people in the library. That's when I'm I like, knew. I'm like, she's all right. She's okay. Oh, I was like, I mean, of course, it's a classic story. Boy moves in next door, sees a girl who lives next door. She's into music. He's into music. So okay, cool. They're gonna. They're girl gonna has a girl has the phone number two 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 poop. <laughs> classic. Classic phone number. 
Honestly, when she said, "Are you kidding? This number is great." I was like, "Is it eight six seven five three zero nine? It's not that, is it?" But two 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 poop is still funny. Two, two. Why wouldn't you do? Why wouldn't you keep two 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 poop? Pinky swear and kiss it, yeah. kiss it, kiss it. I was like, "That's cute. I like that. That's, yeah. that's a cool family thing." Um, yeah. Before I want to talk more about Joy, but really quick, I also want to talk about Fulton, his brother, uh, Kevin's yeah. brother. Um, he. It's weird because at parts you think it's like, oh, he's the older brother or he's the jock. He's the asshole. You don't like him. But there are parts throughout this movie where it's like, no, he's actually a good guy. I mean, he's I mean, he's out for himself. He wants to help the family. He's posting videos of Ernest and getting in the reviews. And of course, he's talking to the girl on Instagram about how uh, supplement company is. But when when Kevin gets brought home and he looks at Fulton, and he's like, I'm sorry about the car. He's like, it's just a car. I was like, oh, oh, my God, because like nine times out of ten, I feel like with these movies, the older brother just wants to destroy the younger brothers. Like, how dare you destroy my kick ass ride? But yeah, instead, yeah. he's like, you're home, man. I missed. I was scared. I was like, thank you, you know for destroying horrible tropes. What's up? Fulton reminded me of Johnny Storm, where he's hmm. he's a himbo with a heart of gold. Where he does yeah. this dude, this dude like, yo, man, I'm, 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 I'm hot. I'm famous. I love the chicks, but like, I still love my family. They're still number one. I, I was just like, thank you, movie, for destroying old tired tropes of the older brother being the asshole when the younger brother is the focal point of the movie. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. And I think what what Christopher Landon has written here is a very compelling family dynamic uh, that feels very real, um, in a in a in a and not in like a movie trope way, but in like a real life way. And I think he. Yeah. You know, he has a history with Happy Death Day and Freaky to subvert trope expectations. And I think he does it here again in a really personal way. Um, and I think that that works. And that that kind of goes back to not to not to uh, be a point senseless, but like that goes back to why I think we're struggling with the Tignataro stuff in ways, because like the family dynamic works so well and is the heart of your movie. Why would you ever go away from that? Mm-hmm. And like if it, if maybe if it's if it was even just Tignataro. I might be okay with it, but like, there's a scene where like we go to like the underground lab that's like big and blue and has like 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 technology from the future and like a ghost containment field. And I'm like, I was just watching like a ghost drama, like a family ghost drama, like a minute ago. Like it just they feel like they're in different movies. Yeah. Uh, and like that's like, and that's like what those other movies, the other movies he's he's made as well. Like there's like you know crossing genres, but this one like it just it doesn't feel as cohesive. It just feels like. It was like, oh, I want to add the sci-fi stuff, but I can't make it organically make sense. Um, yeah. yeah, just like seeing that ghost field scene, I'm just like, this is just silly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit more about um, the about Harbor, about David Harbor. I think he's yeah. so good. Um, he is uh, he is able to do so much with 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 not like he's such a good physical actor. He's very warm and you know we're seeing a lot of really interesting things from david harbour these days and i really like i really like that um and here we're just kind of seeing him act without any dialogue and he he's expressive it. he's hella expressive. Expressive. expressive is the word i've been dancing around yes yeah, like anytime i talk about comic books like the thing i'm looking for in your face is like i know what emotion you're feeling and david harbour says like almost no words in this movie but i know everything he's feeling it's incredible yeah. that's it's true acting I would like to nominate David Harbour for TV slash cinema dad of the year. I don't know. Pedro Pascal is literally playing two fathers in, in one. In okay. The thing, <laughs> the thing is Pedro, Pedro Pascal's daddy. This is dad. 
Oh, sh- well, well, if you want to make the distinction, <laughs> that's not fair. Yeah. To favorite harbor. Uh, no, well, daddy. The thing is, I because okay, Stranger Things. I'll I really did like him playing the dad in Black Widow, and and of course this movie with Hell him being. Can, can, do you remember? Do you remember the line in in, in uh, Black Widow? Just uh, you know, fathers. <laughs> <laughs> when he tells the really bad story, it's like, what does that have to do with anything? You know. Fathers, fathers, God. And I want to say there was another, another uh, franchise. I can't, I can't think of it right now. But I know he played a father figure or a dad in something else besides Stranger Things and Black Widow. Santa Claus is sometimes considered a dad. That's right, Father Christmas. I knew I was. (laughs) Either way, David Harbour is having a hell of a few years, and I am really glad. I think he had he picked another really great role. And then once again, I absolutely love um, I love what he does in this movie, how he is very expressive, how he does say so much with so little. Um, but like one of my favorite scenes is when like when he's trying to hype Kevin up <laughs> in the motel. Yeah. And then he's like, no, it's like, he's like, yeah, you look good. You look good. Or even like when they're getting chased by the cops in Kansas, he flips the car, the car off. He flips the cop off? <laughs> he yeah. does the... He does the ghost scene from the Matrix where like they go from one car to from to one car to another. Mm-hmm. And he's like Chinny lands in the car, and I'm like, oh, those twins did that in the Matrix. I like what, yeah. one of my favorite one of my favorite gags is when he is when where's Ernest? Shing <laughs> as he materializes on the hood of the car. <laughs> he's just uh yeah. <laughs> Ernest in the hotel. I had a note of that Ernest in the hotel was really funny because like almost like Bumblebee. Like he turns the music on to change the mood, uh-huh. and then the bad thing he's like, ha, 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 "Yeah, he go go, you go oh. play." Do you remember when he looked at the people and saw the furries in the other room? <laughs> oh my god, that's a, that's <laughs> the next movie that they're making. Whatever's happening in that story. Uh, right? uh, what? A, oh, I love the scene with Jennifer Coolidge, mm. where she's, uh, she's a national treasure. She, yes, she is. is blessed be Jennifer Coolidge. Um. I love how she, like everyone else is freaking out. She's like, I gotta get out of basic cable so unprofessional. Nice I, we, we were cackling at that line. Um yeah, Jennifer Coolidge is great. I love the I love the whole like oh man, yeah, it's terrifying. Uh an arm comes out of his throat. Yeah. It reminded me of like Evil Dead. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um I I I think it I think it's it's uh, I mentioned before it's really funny but there's a, some of the TikTok things I want to mention we already talked about the Ernest uh the Ernest challenge but there's also like guys I think I love Ernest. I want to have Ernest's I, I, baby. I wrote down light one up for my ghoulies. <laughs> yeah. And then there's one there's one where where they're just like I had a dream that I had Ernest's baby and it looked like this. Um and it Ghost, ghost lives. Human ghost lives are human lives. Or, or yeah. one of my, my favorite line. Uh, I wrote. I wrote this one down. Just because you're not made of matter doesn't mean you don't matter. Yeah, I love. Not only that, you get like a bunch of different people on TikTok. Like, of course, you got the ultra conservative dudes. You got the like the the liberals. Uh, I do like light went up for my ghoulies. That was really fun. I just, was really the funny. earnest challenge is just so funny. Watching people yeah. run into walls. <laughs> Where they meme the mom scream and yes. they put her as a meme as says, I see dead people. <laughs> and people are like doing it like. Ah! Oh, yeah. Uh, we haven't mentioned, mentioned so the mom. Crazy. The mom, she's good. I think she kind of has a thankless job. She's kind of like the glue of the family. But by, yeah. by that extension, she's kind of like 
Like she's like the, like the no nonsense one of the house, so she has like kind of like the least fun, even though she probably does have like the funniest scene with the scream and the TikTok stuff. So so it it balances out. Yeah, um, I agree. I also I also love the excuse me. I love the scene where she gets the seals the phone. She answers it. It's her and it's Kevin. And then oh. when um, Leslie comes up and catches her, and she and she just looks um, Leslie Denny eyes says, "I would rather eat swallow a bag of razor blades and drink lemon juice than get to tell you jack shit." I'm like. You go, mom. You go. Um, so the the whole the whole movie is centered around trying to find out who Ernest really was. Um, yeah. and they follow these clues to this guy who's named Ernest. They follow this to the real Ernest. Um, and he's this old man who knew this guy, Randy McGovern, as you said, Brian. Real real quick, I knew this guy was a bad guy because this guy, he always plays like the worst. I'm an old man with a secret types of guys. And I'm like, this guy's a bad guy. I know it. Yeah. I had no clue. I, I knew that he was, I knew from the jump that Ernest wasn't Ernest, but I didn't clock that he was murdered, uh, till, till late in the game. Um, yeah. Like the, the reveal being like, because he remembers that he was murdered, uh, by his friend who stole their child, who stole his child. Um, it, like by the way, like the the wife's like you know that's Patricia. She she you know she blah blah blah. And like she this, 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 Ramona, this, Ramona, this is the catatonic woman who in the past was like, oh my sister died. It means God wants me to have her baby. Yeah, it's 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 very very sinister. Uh, you feel bad the whole situation and like the lie. Obviously, it's a lie, but he's like, yeah, oh, yeah, Randy, he just left his beautiful daughter here on, on our porch, and he just left, and, you know, he took out a bunch of money, and we never saw him again. He probably killed himself, that jerk. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, uh, no, come on, man. <laughs> although, after that, and then you get the speech with um, Anthony Mackie saying that you, when you're a kid, you only remember the good about your dad. I was like, oh, no, did did Randy, you know, ghost Ernest do bad things? But then, of yeah. course, once he yeah. gets the once he sees the dude with the ego pin and then he remembers had that, no, he was a good father. He was just killed by his friend and his sister-in-law. So he's actually a good person. Thank yeah. Goodness. It's, it's, it's a good reveal because like the story you just, you do kind of wonder like, Oh, was, what is the reveal that Randy was a jerk in, in life? And that's why he's, he's got unfinished business, but the hurt, the hurt on his face. Sorry, I'm holding back a cough. The hurt on his face when he see when he's being told what could have happened, um, the the fake story, it, it clocks with who Randy is because he's like, I don't believe I could have done that. I don't remember, yeah. but like I don't believe I could have done that. It's yeah. the ultimate form of gaslighting, essentially. Yeah. The dude's dead. He can't ghost speak. Lighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah ghostlighting. Um, I was so relieved when. When like the, like when we fight when we see Randy's murder or, or Ghost Ernest's murder, yeah. And I was like, oh, thank goodness, because I was like, we, I really was hoping that our Ernest was a good guy. I'm like every like just like what Kevin said, every interaction he had with him tells him that he is a good person or yeah. was a good person. And when we find that out, is like he was murdered by he was murdered by his friends. It's like okay, yeah, that tracks. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think I think this is a really lovely movie. Um, I want I'll talk about the end because I feel like we're I feel like we're kind of running out of things to say. Um, the end has June, who's his real daughter, who's Randy's mm-hmm. daughter, uh, reunite with Randy at the at a lake, beautiful lake. 
Um, that part when she holds his face and says, hi, daddy, the waterworks, yeah. waterworks yeah. happened. I was, I was, I was like on the precipice and then the hi daddy came and I'm like, no, you got me again. <laughs> you got, you did it. <laughs> yeah. I was holding back tears. I was like, oh, it's, it, I was, I was sad. I was, I felt, I got the feels. And then when, and then the reveal that he was disappearing and he had a last good moment with Kevin. And I was just like, that also gave me the feels as well. I was yeah. like, Oh, it's a, it's like a good, it, yeah, he does a, it's like, he does a really good, like he doesn't embrace. And you know, I really like the, I really like the earnest effect, by the way. I think it looks mm-hmm. really good. Um, and then the fading away is really, really well done. Um, yeah. I, I, I think it's a wonderful movie. Oh, do we want to talk about joy real quick? yes yes because i think she's delightful yeah um and i love that that became a road trip for a bit with the, with hit with joy and kevin um i i think that's a good character i was really invested in their romance i thought it was very I, cute me it was really too. cute yeah uh, i do yeah. i wish again I, I wish i really like the road trip section and i wish we could have like had 20 minutes of more road trip and like mm-hmm. less uh the you know the x-files coming to steal a ghost man uh, yeah, because again, like it doesn't amount to anything in the end anyway. It's like it's just like a Project Wizard Wizard clip or whatever was like. No, we could have just stored that in the files forever, to be honest. I yeah. probably would have liked. Okay, I mean, going back to the music bit because this this isn't a criticism, but I know we kind of drop um, Kevin's love of music on. I want to say like maybe halfway through the film after he plays "Who Will Stop the Rain" the second time uh, to bring Ernest out for his dad and brother. Yeah. I would probably. I mean, instead of like, you know, wizard clip again, I would much love the scene with um, him and joy and Ernest, like just rocking out to music and just going over different musical tastes and just talking about music for five minutes. I felt that would maybe it would have not done a whole lot to the movie, but also maybe we'll explain that. Hey, Ernest, how come every time I sang who will stop the rain, you can't you approach and he was like, oh, like he would get really maybe that was his favorite song or that was a song that triggered a memory with his daughter. Like when he would play that record while holding her or something, I don't know. Well, no, No, you're absolutely, you're absolutely correct. Correct. Because, because like, if you, if you take away the, the, the wizard clip thing, then you, then you have the more, more real estate to do something like, like what you're talking about. And I was just thinking about like, okay, well then how would he be, how would he remember his death? Oh, you don't have just some random dude walks up with an eagle pin and have that be irrelevant. You actually have it meaningful, like a song, like what you're saying, Ben. Because like it's because like honestly, the the way he remembers is really weird. Some dude just walks up and he's just randomly has an eagle pin on his on his lapel. I think I just realized how it could another way to trigger the memory. He so he gets murdered and gets buried in the rain. Oh, sure who will stop the rain he hears the song it could have been the record that was playing and that's the song that triggers because that was the last song he heard when he got murdered yeah i like it i like that again that's a something as i like to say that's a something that that's a something that's definitely uh, something oh. i just think i just think that bit like just kind of holds on the movie what you say there's a there's a scene where he like um where Ernest like raiders of the lost ark like melts his face Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. then he just wipes it away and it's just back to normal. And I'm like, that is so cool. That's like really cool. It was yeah. just really cool. Like he was a skeleton, then he's a human again. I'm like, man, ghosts are cool. I've never seen that before. That yeah, there's some really there's some really good inventive stuff and some really fun comedy. Like when, he, when he's running through the the building 
and you just like the comic comically run through the, like the tattoo parlor in the office thing is so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No regret. <laughs> the yeah. Just oh yeah. <laughs> It's funny. I love that bit. Uh, yeah, the comedy in this movie is, I would say it's hilarious. Like, when we first meet Ernest, Kevin starts laughing. When the mom meets Ernest and he goes, ah, the TikTok montage is stunning. Joy's jokes here and there. Like, the, I, I love the trombone joke. That's my favorite yeah. one. Or yeah. go, joke go of Joy's. That's what I learned today. Uh, yeah, you guys, you know, every single bit with Tig Nataro's character in finding ghosts and doing the ghost stuff, I was just, I, that could, yeah, I agree. That did not need to be the film. Where yeah. do I remember that military dude from? <laughs> he's from uh, She-Hulk. Uh, yes, he's, he's, the, he's, like he's the, the boss. He's the boss, yeah. I was like, you have she to be Hulk. She-Hulk if you work here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She-Hulk's again, like, boss. It's not like any of that is bad. It's just like it is. It is interrupting a much better, more like 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 a different movie. It's yeah. like, oh, here comes like the sci-fi part. And I'm like, it doesn't need. It doesn't need this. It didn't need. It, it. kind of either has to be one or the other. It's not yeah. balanced yeah. well enough to be both. It just, you just kind of had to pick. Do you want to do the yeah. sci-fi movie or do you want to do the the wholesome family movie? Because like again, like this 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 whole project, like for 20 years, like we've only seen like one ghost, and I'm like, okay, that's fine. But like they. It just seems like a lot, a lot of effort and a lot of nonsense when it could have just been a, a nice smaller family movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, all right. Final thoughts and ratings. I will rate it. I will rate it an eight out of ten. It would have probably been a nine out of ten if if the the sci-fi stuff wasn't in it. So I'm giving it an eight. I think it's a I think it's a great great worth watching uh, comedy drama. But at first, when I was thinking about it, I was thinking about giving it seven. That's not my final rating. But the more I was talking about it with you guys, and the more I realized that, yeah, the sci-fi stuff really knocks the movie down. But everything else in this movie, I still think is fantastic. Um, I would say 7.5, really, but it could be an eight. But it's in that range. I would say 7.5. The sci-fi stuff does bring it down, but... The character interactions are great. I love the way David Harbour acts in this movie. It does give you some really good emotional beats. And it's also really funny. And the effects of being a ghost are great. Like, once again, Jennifer Coolidge saying, I got to get out of basic cable. It's so unprofessional. And then when she gets grabbed and runs out the window is hilarious. I agree wholeheartedly with Ryan, actually. I, I think it is an 8 out of 10. Um, I, th- I think a solid 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um, it could very easily have been a nine if you remove the sci-fi stuff. I just don't think it needs yeah. to be in this movie. There's like, um, I'm seeing the edit in my brain where you just cut stuff out and it's like a tight 90. And I'm like, this would have been a perfect tight 90. Yeah. yeah. Or, um, or, or it's like very the... emotional. Let me finish my thoughts, Ben. Sorry. It's very emotional. It's very funny. I thought, it, I thought it was wickedly funny. Um, I just, I just, I see the world where it was a nine out of 10, but it is, it is a solid eight out of 10, which is still a good movie. Had Tignataro been the daughter, that reveal would have been great. That would have, it would have made it a a solidified better. I do agree. Yeah, I would def that would have brought everything together. But since um, Tignataro, they just let Ernest go and there's, no repercussion we don't see any repercussion for that character it's like what were you there for oh and one other joke which i absolutely loved the lift like the interaction between the drunk girls and the lift driver (laughs) like when ernest jumps in it's like this is a lift bitch and drives away (laughs) i love that 
fun. It's funny. It's good. It is. All right. Shall we go into our book club? Mm-hmm.